Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast. We are so excited about today's call, but before we do get into that interview, we have Jesse Ledoux, former Miss International 2013 and our queen of coaching for our VIP membership. Jesse, tell us about the new product that you discovered. Hey, Stephen, I've been using the makeup eraser and I don't know how much money I've spent in the past on those one-off makeup wipes, trying to get all my makeup off and then to wake up with raccoon eyes the next day. Um, so when I found the makeup eraser, all you do is you put water on it. It's like a cloth pad and it takes all of your makeup off. And then the best part about it is I can actually throw it in the wash and it's so durable. It can last actually up to 1000 washes. So all the money that I'm saving on those one-off wipes and all the time in the morning I'm saving, trying to get off those really stubborn raccoon lines for my mascara and my eyeliner is so precious. <laughs> the visual that you painted there was magical. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now at, at a pageant, um, is this something that girls can t take with them and what kind of, I understand the problem that's going to solve about getting the makeup off quick, but mm -hmm. tell us about how it could be specifically applied at the pageant. Well, Stephen, you may not be familiar with this, but pageant makeup can be very, very thick and heavy, and it's not always non-comedogenic. Non-comedogenic means that the makeup won't clog your pores. So when you have that caked on foundation that you need for the stage purposes, it can be so stubborn and it can really wreak havoc on your skin in the long term. So being able to allow your skin to breathe, allow it to oxygenate so it can bounce back quicker, you can have your collagen bounce back um, faster. And um, when you don't wash your face quickly enough, if makeup gets into your initial fine lines or expression marks, it can only make them worse. So um, this is really helpful when you're using those days where it's a marathon day with lots of makeup on, lots of oil. It just frees your skin and allows it to recover faster. Oh, my gosh. And when they're there at the pageant for a week, I mean, towards the end of the week, when the competition time's coming, you could actually start to look your worst instead of your best. Totally. And this is a crazy stat to me. One month of not taking your makeup off can age your skin by 10 years. Wow. It's crazy. So it's so important. I know, I know it's exhausting pageant week. You're on your feet all day at appearances and your rehearsals, but taking that 30 seconds to get your makeup off is the best thing you can do for yourself. Awesome. Okay. So give us the product name again, how much it costs and, and where they can get it. So the product is the Makeup Eraser, and it's a cute little pink color, and it's $29.99, and I know that sounds steep for a makeup remover, but again, I was spending probably $7 on a pack of 25 makeup wipes, and this thing has, a, I can use it for a 1,000 washes. So when you break that down, it really is cost-effective, and you can find it at our shop, shop.thepageantplanet.com. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jesse. Thanks, Stephen. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. I am super excited about today's call. Today, we have on the phone Caroline Dixon with USA National Teen 2015, and she is the one who is going to be waxing eloquent in today's interview. She has been participating in pageantry since 2012, and Caroline has used her reign to spread the message of positivity and self-acceptance throughout the country. She'll be attending college in the fall and will be pursuing a career in nursing. Caroline will be giving up her title very, very shortly and will be sharing her tips and advice with us here today on how to prepare as an outgoing queen. So Caroline, welcome to the call. 
Hi, I'm very excited. <laughs> and we're super stoked to have you. So it could be difficult to just pass your title um, after just putting your heart and your soul into the entire year. So how do you prepare mentally for just actually giving up your crown? I can say that it has honestly felt very, very strange the closer we get to giving up my title. If you had asked me probably a month ago how I felt about nationals approaching so quickly, I wouldn't necessarily say I was sad, but rather excited because I'm so excited to see everybody again and be reunited with my sister Queens and Miss Jackie and the entire USA National Miss staff. So it didn't it wasn't necessarily a reality for me yet that I was going to be giving up my title and something that I'd, like you said, put my heart and soul into for an entire year. So it's gotten a little bit stranger now that we're getting closer to it. But I just have to remind myself that although I'm not going to be the reigning USA national team, I will be forever the 2015 USA national team. And with UNM, the neat thing about them is your reign never really dies because we have a legacy program similar to Miss America and the Forever Miss America. So I'm very excited to be inducted into the legacy program. That's great. Now, so what advice would you have for girls that are actually getting ready to pass along their titles? Even though giving up your title is a very bittersweet time, when you get to the pageant where you're giving up your title, focus more on having fun and building relationships with the other girls the week of the pageant because those girls have worked really hard for the title that you've had an entire year to accomplish things with, and it's time to pass it on to the next deserving girl. So really take the time and effort to get to know each and every one of the delegates who are trying to fill your shoes, because at the end of the week, one of those girls is going to have your title, and you're going to have the entire year to kind of support them and be there for them as they go through some of the same things you have, like a previous title holder would have done for you. Mm. So looking back over your reign and USA national miss, they, they treat their girls like royalty, but like, yes, they do. (laughs) So looking back over your reign, um, like what, what advice would you give girls that are just competing now? It's a job definitely. So be prepared to work for it. I had to make sacrifices at times during my year because my title is my responsibility and my job. But aside from the serious business, it's really the same thing the current title holder should be doing. Have fun, make friends, because sometimes the relationships you build are worth even more than the crown itself. The crown and banner last one year, but the friendships you make can last a lifetime. Hmm. Now, you're, you're giving away your crown, and what's normal is that girls get this pageant itch. You know, so they just decide, like, I miss my title, I miss the crown, and mix the perks of being queen. I want to compete again, like, next week. <laughs> How do you know when is a good time to start competing for another title after you give up the previous one? Well, it's funny you asked because I'm totally guilty of being bit by the pageant bug. I'm so ready to get out and compete too. So it's funny that you ask that. But I think a good time to compete for another title is when you feel like you have time and when you feel like you're mentally prepared enough for it. Because like I said previously, it's a job. And so in my situation, I'm 18, and this is my last year really to compete as a teen in the majority of pageant systems. So that's really motivated me to get back into it. But definitely when you feel like you have time for the pageant. Hmm. Yeah, and I think that girls underestimate the amount of work that goes into it. Um, definitely. They see the perks, 
and perks are great. Love perks. But you, you really got to roll up your sleeves and sometimes put down your crown and really just go out and, and get to work. Absolutely. Now, how do you know when you're ready to focus in other areas of your life outside of pageantry? You personally, you're going to school, you're studying nursing. How do you juggle both? Yes. Well, it's all about where pageantry falls on your list of priorities. So like you said, for me, I'm getting ready to enter college and a lot of the classes I'm going to be taking are going to be super rigorous and they're going to be with a lot of students who are preparing to go to medical school. So it's going to be all about finding that perfect balance. And I feel like when there's really no longer a balance and you're kind of having to pick and choose and make important decisions, then that's maybe when you need to reconsider what other area you need to be looking at. Hmm. Now, Throughout your reign, I mean, you got to travel all over the place. You met some very interesting people. I'm sure you came across some really great opportunities. How did you personally create opportunities for yourself during your reign that you could capitalize on after your reign? Oh, I love this. <laughs> so I actually just booked a week's worth of work in Atlanta modeling prom dresses at the beginning of August through one of our USA National Miss sponsors. And it's all a result of putting myself out there. While we were in New York City for National Forum, I went and had photos taken from my modeling portfolio. And as soon as I got back, the pictures I was I was sending them out left and right trying to get work. Because it's very important to remember that your system sponsors are your sponsors right up until the very end of your reign. So do not be afraid to use those resources, even if your pageant's like maybe next week. Because a lot of the connections you make right now will benefit you even after your reign. Mm. And that's something that's not utilized enough. Honestly, it's a warm contact. You come in as the reigning queen and you go to one of your sponsors and even just say, hey, can you help me? Hey, I'm looking to get into the movie industry, the music business, whatever. Like I'm looking to become a nurse or get into a certain school. They will help Absolutely. you completely. Definitely. And, and what was your approach? Do you mind sharing like what your approach was when you just reached out to the sponsor at Atlanta Market? Well, I'm one of USA National Miss sponsors is JW Models. And after I was first crowned USA National Teen, I had the opportunity to basically be signed with them. And he was picking out which of the national queens he wanted to take on. And he picked me. And I was so stoked, so excited. And it was all about getting my portfolio pictures together in order to basically utilize that new connection I had made with JW Models. So I made sure that while I was in New York, I went and got my portfolio pictures done so that I could immediately send them out to him. And he was so friendly. He worked so quickly. And honestly, in just a few days, right after sending him my pictures, I had booked this job. Wow. That's great. So the transition from mentally preparing to leave pageantry and teeing yourself up so that you can slide or sneak into a career, how do you mentally prepare for the farewell speech? Oh, the farewell speech is going to be heartbreaking because I know with farewell speeches comes a ton of tears <laughs> and a ton of hugs and gifts and all that jazz. But for me, I've been watching other people's farewell speeches to kind of cope with the idea of me having my own farewell speech. I actually just recently emceed three national pageants, I want to say two weeks ago, 
And so I watched a ton of farewell speeches while I was there. So I was kind of getting a glimpse of what it's going to be like for me next week when I go to nationals to give up my title. But it's all about reminding myself that we're all in this together. And when one door closes, another door opens. So definitely staying optimistic. Completely. And I I bet after this experience, you're going to have your heart's going to bleed for every girl that walks across like for a heart, um, a farewell speech. I feel you, sister. I've been there. Definitely. (laughs) Now, what are your tips for writing actual farewell speech slash video? Or even like what are some of the guidelines that Jackie has in place for you to follow? Well, for me, it's, I feel like it's my job to make it as heartfelt as I can, you know, thank your parents, your siblings, your friends, your sponsors, your director, and really anybody who's made an impact on your reign, whoever's helped you get there. I wrote my farewell speech probably about a few weeks ago because I've kind of been dragging my feet doing it. I haven't necessarily wanted to because I know as soon as my farewell speech is written and I've made the video, then that's my time to give up my title. So I've been a little bit of a procrastinator in that aspect. But usually I'd say make it about a month in advance so that you kind of have time to practice, I guess, your walk with your speech, because that speech can be pretty long depending on what the guidelines are for your pageant system. And it can get really awkward when you're walking on the stage for two minutes straight and everybody's just kind of staring at you like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> yeah, especially the guys in the audience or the people that's their first ever pageant. They just they, they don't necessarily get it. Um, I, right. I, I'd say that the other benefit of writing in a month in advance is just there's probably some people you forget. Maybe they helped you out in the very beginning. In the last two or three months, they've been busy. You've been busy. You haven't connected. So it gives you that space so you're not thinking on the final day like, oh, I should have Absolutely. Uh, What's the length of time that you recommend or that even Jackie has in place for the farewell speech? Well, Miss Jackie asks us to keep ours at two minutes. I've been to some pageant systems where the farewell speeches are one minute, but I think two minutes is a great time. I think that it's long enough that you can kind of, you know, get all of the time in to thank everybody, but it's short enough that you aren't going to be standing on stage for that really awkward long length of time so that people are just kind of staring at you and you feel a little strange. Fun fact, the longest farewell walk slash speech I ever I've seen experience 12 minutes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the girl's feet were going to like <laughs> give out on her. It was, that was way too long. Oh um, no. <laughs> who should you remember to include or thank in your uh, farewell speech? Well, for me, the first person I thank in my farewell speech is my mom, my parents, um, definitely them because of course, they are your supporters as far as financials go for pageants, but they're also your biggest support system emotionally. And I know especially my mom has been there for me through everything I've done this past year. She's kind of been my momager, so she's booked a lot of my appearances for me and has helped me you know, make these connections like with JW Models and booking those types of things, but definitely your parents, your siblings, your friends, because they are also a very big support system for you emotionally, your sponsors, because even if they're sponsors for just you or they're sponsors for the pageant itself, you know, they're there to support you in any way. 
And so JW Models, um, MMG New York, Ashley Lauren, those have all been amazing sponsors for USA National Miss that I made sure to thank because they have made my reign what it was. They've made it worthwhile. Um, Definitely your director. And for me, I also thank Kayla Watson, who is our creative director at UNM. She's also a very important person in my life. And really anybody else who you feel has made an impact on your reign. Now, a pageant tradition is that as the outgoing title holder is is making her walk, that people from the crowd, friends, family, boyfriends, etc., they they bring gifts. So. What are some of the like gift ideas that maybe aren't too expensive? <laughs> like, yeah, a Tiffany ring um, that <laughs> that people from the crowd can give contestants. Uh, people from the crowd to give contestants. I know a very popular one is roses or flowers. Any pageant girl loves flowers, so that I think that's honestly the best gift to give somebody too, because it's also a light enough gift that as they're walking across the stage, it's not going to weigh down their arms and you know make the walk for them any more painful than it already might be. Yeah, yeah. I got my fiance when she was giving up her um, her crown. I, I got her jewelry, um, mm-hmm. but that was from the boyfriend's perspective. I've also seen chocolates. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. coming off the, hey. the stage. Well, <laughs> when I guess you're giving up your title, chocolates great way to go. Yeah, a cheeseburger <laughs> might be a bit sloppy to actually hand in a bag, but I mean, chocolates is a little bit more socially acceptable. Um, yeah, things like that, or even just like a nice card. And, but yeah, f- can't go wrong with flowers by any means. Um, and I feel like this tradition started to just somewhat ease the pain of the girl who's walking across stage in tears because she has to give up her crown. I mean, give up Uh, her reign. Yes. Um, so what can be done like with the extra autograph cards? I mean, I I don't know. You might have a slew of them. I mean, some girls have like 50, hundred left. Anything that can be done with those? Well, Miss Jackie, our director loves to keep us supplied with autograph cards Because it's, of course, you know, as your job, it's all about getting the word out about the system you're competing in. So for me, when I have extra autograph cards after I've given up my title, I use them as thank you notes to the people who've really inspired me and the people who have helped me along the way. So send them to your pageant coaches, your friends, family members, your director, your sister queens, etc. Just to remind them and tell them how much you appreciate them and their help. Love that. And some of the other ideas I've heard through the grapevine is girls sending them off in care packages to soldiers, um, delivering them to children's hospitals, and, and even kind of leaving them on the table, like with the tip, especially if you're a USA National Miss 2016, and you give up your crown, which you will in July. So, I mean, there's another basically four months. So you could almost leave those there. And then the server feels great that she Wait on a queen. And it could be Absolutely. extra promotions for your pageant. Definitely. Um, what should a title holder make sure she accomplishes during the during her reign? Well, I think that it's very important to establish good relationships with your national director and your sister queens. I was so lucky to have an awesome director this year and sister queens who I truly bonded with like family. But I also think it's very important that a title holder should get started on spreading awareness of their platform and work towards making connections with others who have similar platforms. So for me, for example, 
My platform is anti-cyberbullying, and I'm going to start working closer with The Crown Cares, who has just become USA National Miss National Platform, and work with them towards you know their anti-bullying platform. Now, you've experienced a lot of opportunities inside USA National Miss, great relationships that you're now leveraging for like, and you're setting yourself up beautifully for after your reign. Going off script a little bit, can you give us some, I mean, one, how did you decide which opportunities to pursue? And two, were there some tricks that you used to somewhat open up those doors and start that conversation to basically say, hey, I'm interested in working with you? Well, being USA National Teen, of course, part of the job description is going out, spreading awareness of your platform, getting the word out about the national system. So I've been able to meet a lot of people and build those relationships. And so as I'm getting down to the wire and I'm sitting myself down and asking myself, what do I want to do post USA National Teen? I think back to all of the people that I've met throughout my reign and I'm looking towards the future and seeing how can I, you know, continue with these people that I've already met to go towards a goal that I've set for myself. So modeling has been a very important one for me. I want to get into the modeling industry. So I'm thinking of the people that I've built relationships with this past year who have been in the modeling industry, and I'm working with them right now towards my future with modeling. Mm. Now, going back, what should the title holder really make sure she accomplishes, let's say within the first three months? Establishing what it is that you want to do as a title holder. I think that's very important. So for me, my platform's anti-cyberbullying specifically. So I was trying to think of things that I wanted to do to get the word out about my platform, to spread awareness. And so I went and I had assemblies at schools, a lot of the schools in my area. I actually had one appearance where I went and I talked to an entire fifth grade class, like all of the fifth grade classes at one of our local elementary schools. And I got to talk to them about my anti-cyberbullying platform. And I got to share my experience with that with them. And it was just so crazy to see how interested these fifth graders are about this topic because, you know, they're getting ready to go into middle school. They're getting ready to become sixth graders. And sixth grade was when I had my experience with cyberbullying. So I think it really touched a lot of their hearts and opened their minds to, you know, things that might happen, but how we should remain positive and remain optimistic about everything. That's great. What's the best advice for outgoing that outgoing queens can give the newly crowned queens? Be ready for anything, really. I mean, remain confident and use your crown and sash as if it were a microphone to spread your message. Don't be ashamed to walk into an appearance with it on because people look up to you and they take you seriously when you walk in. I know sometimes us pageant girls, we kind of get a little caught up in everything. And we're thinking that when we walk in and these people are smiling, that they're actually like snickering or like making fun of us because we think we're all that, or at least that's what the stereotype of a pageant girl is. But truly, these people are smiling because they look at you as a role model. So when you walk in there, definitely use your crown and sash, use your ability to attract those people to open their minds about your platform, open their minds about pageant girls and about the system that you're in. Mm. 
I love it. Do, do you mind if I add two things that I've seen? Yeah, sure. The first is it's also not to take yourself too serious. I mean, you're involved in a wonderful organization. Jackie is super humble. Um, there's yeah. been other experiences I've had with girls. Like once they win, they're just, they change. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, they just, they get a little bit more arrogant. And what they don't realize is that it lasts for 12 months. Like right. the, the crown doesn't necessarily, it doesn't change who you are. It just accentuates what you already are. If you're a good person, it gives you a platform to do more good. If organically, if you're insecure, it'll give you a platform to make you feel more insecure by using some of those examples. So just really keeping it in perspective, it's 12, it, it's, you have a job for a year and you're really there as a servant, which I know Jackie both teaches and exemplifies. Um, Absolutely. The, the other thing that, is the crown doesn't define you. I mean, I was talking to um, a former Miss America after she gave up her crown and the new Miss America came in, she basically just jumped in a, a taxi and went off to the airport, totally forgot her bags. Like, because <laughs> one, it was the first time in a year that she's ever had to handle her, her bag. And so she just, because everybody was waiting on her pretty much hand and foot. And so, but after everybody shifted their focus to the new queen. So give yourself some time to somewhat rebound because it can be a bit jarring that, you know, everybody's attention is now to the the new girl that was crowned. So just giving yourself that space to like love on yourself, read some books, watch some love movies or just binge out like for a week or so and, and just <laughs> recharge your batteries and, and rediscover who you are without the crown, uh, especially before you go hopping into another. Absolutely. Thank I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Th thank you for giving me that space. Uh, I did want to know, um, like what actually made you, there's so many systems out there. I mean, hundred, roughly a hundred thousand pageants last year. Um, it was an unofficial statistic, but one that I know nonetheless. <laughs> um, what made you choose USA National Miss to compete in that system? Well, it's a funny story. I was actually competing in another system. And one of the girls that I had met had competed in USA National Miss previously twice. And so she came to me and she said, Caroline, you know, what are you doing competing in this system? This isn't the system for you. And I had never really thought about it like that, like a system could be custom tailored to you <laughs> and your beliefs. So I, of course, going in open-minded was like, okay, what's this system? You know, how do I join? And at the time, Florida didn't have a state pageant for USA National Miss. So I went technically at large, even though I had the Florida state title. And going into USA National Miss, I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into, but it's been such an amazing experience. And I am so excited that next week is nationals and these amazing girls are going to come and compete for my title and just have the experience of a lifetime like I know I did last year. So awesome. Yeah. And as someone that's seen the behind the scenes and actually I judged her pageant, it was about I think five years ago when the pageant, because I think the pageant planet started just a little bit before USA National Miss. So pageant planet was roughly two years old. USA National Miss was around two years old. And Jackie's just really kept in that integrity and she's done some amazing things with the system. So you, you, I know the girls would be in great hands for sure. Definitely. Um, awesome. Well, so I know that the, 
Now, anybody um, listening to this podcast, they can find USA National Miss by going to the pageant planet, hovering over directory and clicking find a pageant. Um, but if they want to go straight to the website and contact Jackie or, like, or you through that, what's the social media sites and uh, the actual domain name of USA National Miss? Well, USA National List has all different forms of social media. Our Snapchat is at UNM Nationals. Our Instagram is at USA National Miss. And the Facebook page is USA National Miss Scholarship Organization. But if anybody wants to follow me for a little bit longer while I'm still USA National Teen, my Instagram is at USA National Teen. And of course, you can always private message me anytime to get more information on this amazing system. How could they not want to follow you? That's the real question. (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Caroline, thank you so much for just taking the time to help all the queens that will be transitioning. And if you win, like anybody listening to this, if you win a crown, know that you're going to have to transition. So this is going to be just really a really great staple in in your library to help you make that um, transition. So again, Caroline, thank you for sharing your pearls of wisdom and best of luck to you in your new chapter. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.